Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Legacy Builders, welcome back to another show. I'm so excited to be back with you with another beautiful guest and conversation. Today, we're going to talk about how meditation can help elevate our consciousness as leaders and as company builders. Uh, We also uh, believe in the approach of the holistic health and holistic whole uh, as a being as we are as human beings. Uh, So as we are building our companies, of course, we also care about all the other areas of our lives. So I'm so excited to have another guest on today to speak about this topic and more. Welcome to the show, Chris uh, Sirak. Thanks so much for coming on and looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better. So if you could just introduce yourself, we could start with that. Thank you, Lona. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, as mentioned, I'm Chris Rock. I was a serial entrepreneur and corporate consultant and uh, have um, transitioned into uh, executive coaching and mindfulness. And just because I found that uh, those are really the tools that I wish I had had at the time. And now I'm in a position to pass those along. Hmm. I love the transition and um, I love that you also follow your purpose and calling because it's uh, many times, you know, as entrepreneurs or business leaders, we tend to stay stuck with what is tried, true, or even, you know, for the wrong reason sometimes. So I love that you made the leap to really where your heart was leading you and where you also felt like you can contribute at the highest level. So uh, beautiful, beautiful work there. So um, Chris, where, so tell me a little bit about your journey. So how a few of the meaning, most meaningful moments, so to speak, that led you to the work of meditation um, and how you're now helping so many people with that. Yeah. I mean, I had uh, you know, a fairly successful entrepreneurial career. Um, same thing with corporate consulting and everything on paper looked great, but something was still missing. <laughs> and that was more that, that permanent joy and, and, and happiness that we seek from these achievements. But I realized it was fleeting. Uh, sounds like we have so a, be a little internet. Way. Okay, we're back. Okay. Chris, can okay. you Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. And um, so, yeah, it was just uh, living for outcomes was, was leaving me burnt out and depleted. And I felt like there had to be a better way. And even though, you know, we achieve things, it's great. We should have goals and outcomes, but um, there, there's a certain... Uh, uh, burnout that happens when we're never present and really never engaged and always just chasing deadlines and the next milestone, which as entrepreneurs, we, we're kind of, uh, we do that. Right. And, um, and to, to be really present with our activities, it, it doesn't mean we shouldn't have a to-do list. doesn't mean we shouldn't set goals, but it's to be flexible, to be focused on the task at hand. There's various ways where we can reduce the stress that we're under tremendously 
and then also open ourselves up to greater opportunities, more possibilities, options that we wouldn't have seen if we were too myoptically focused on one thing. So there's a lot of ways we can improve our entrepreneurial uh, activities as well as our, our leadership positions. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure a lot of the overachievers in our audience can relate to what you said, uh, as well as me personally, about the, this whole thing of achieving and being an entrepreneur and doing and focusing on all the things that we have to do on our day to day uh, without kind of forgetting to reconnect with our purpose, our why, um, and even kind of just feeling good enough uh, for working on purpose and doing things out of that good place inside our heart rather than maybe for other reasons, which are more outside factors. So um, this is absolutely um, amazing that you do this work with um, people that have the need to kind of slow down and start instilling mindfulness in their lifestyle and day-to-day -day, um, -day things that they do. So where do we start with mindfulness, Chris? So what can you share with us based on sort of your framework, your methodology, the way you also uh, look at this whole world of mindfulness. Where where can we start as busy entrepreneurs and CEOs? Well, we can start with what we're already doing. <laughs> you know, meditation and mindfulness isn't. We we don't need another to do item on our list. Um, it, we don't have that time, and and we don't need that time. It's it's doing things more consciously that we're already doing. So looking at existing routines. And then building in, um, for example, working through our senses. And, and if we're seeing and tasting, touching, feeling, and smelling things um, with more intention, that's being present. And that keeps, keeps the noise in our head at bay and then keeps us connected to source, which is the source of creativity. And, and that's what we need when we're either as leaders or, or when we're um, building new companies. Yeah, I think you tapped on something really powerful, which is creativity. And um, a lot of us are realizing, especially as we, you know, we are very aware around personal development and this whole field of us personally growing as leaders. And then, of course, our company will just follow along that. Um, I think it's really important to understand that creativity does come in from those moments that we kind of stay conscious and aware, um, which is, you know, sometimes so hard because you are swoop, swooped into the next thing that you have to worry about or the next fire you have to set or kind of the next thing on your agenda or to-do list. So kind of being mindful and coming back to your body with a lot of these things is really powerful. Uh, what about your methodology, Chris? So how how specifically do you help your clients uh, with yeah. you know increasing their consciousness and creativity? Yeah, and you just mentioned the key word body. It's, it's really staying connected to our body, finding back to it first, but then 30 to 50% of our awareness, our attention should always be with our sensations. How are we feeling? How are we responding? When we're noticing how we're feeling, then we're not reacting, then we're uh, present, and then we're responding to what actually is. And, um, and that relationship to our feelings is key to staying out of reactivity and, and on the other end of it, seeing things as they are. And, and then we're open to seeing more possibility, more options, and we, we become better people, better leaders. Uh, we're connected, like you said, to creativity, to what we know is stale. That's kind of, you know, the old stuff. But if we really want to be novel and, and, and our approach to solving solutions and helping people, we have to stay connected to uh, the flow, as I call it, which is the life force going through us. And we can't be stuck in our body 
and we have to be aware of that energy flowing. And so those are the things I teach. And, and again, it's not about creating some something new. It's just doing the things you're already doing with more intention. Yeah, absolutely powerful. Um, I think uh, what you reminded me as you were saying that is, you know, if this our life is a journey and we kind of miss out on the day to day pleasures and the things that actually uh, give us joy, then what is the point of all this achievement or success that we want to achieve depending on everyone's goals, right? It kind of just defeats the purpose of just living in a joyful state and nurturing ourselves first and our relationships and all the other things around us. So, and, and also it helps you with your business as well, because you're more calm, you're more conscious, you, you know, your clients are attracted to your energy, you know, your team is attracted to that. So like, it could just have such a like effect in, in so many of those different angles as well. But let, let me take you back to that world when you were doing, uh, you said business consulting, is that what it is? Yeah, I was a user experience design consultant for you know everything from startups to Fortune 500 companies. Uh, I taught at UCLA for over ten years, and um, and then just the, the individual private consulting as well. And what kind of made you go from that to what you're doing today, to to pivot, so to speak? Well, like, was there something like profound or like what can you share about that? It's very interesting. Aha. Well, the work itself uh, in included um, what I didn't really recognize at the time, but mindfulness principles such as observation and listening and uh, play and curiosity. Those are the things that when I taught creative classes uh, that you want to tap into in order to come up with novel solutions and, and stay fresh and engaged and passionate and all that. Uh, personally, I, I did have after all of that um, you know, more external uh, experience. Uh, I did have a, a, a personal kind of awakening where it just suddenly things shifted for me and I started focusing on my inner world. And, um, and then, you know, you can't, uh, you cannot neglect your inner life uh, for very long. It, it starts to uh, kind of call attention to it, that there's, there's a much bigger world in there that needs nurturing and it, and, and, and some love and, and that that's when the you know your relationship with yourself starts to take center and and then you realize everything that you experience in the outside really is just a reflection of the state of who you are on the inside so we got to nurture that part first and foremost and and then everything else becomes easy yeah i think you woke up to what i woke up to many years ago um that i didn't know that success comes from the inside out we we're taught that it comes from outside in so a lot of us you know unless something hits us you know pain in our lives or some other outside circumstance happens uh we don't tend to listen to it and then that's what we have that awakened moment and be like whoa i gotta i gotta change some things uh, and uh, it sounds like for you that's what happened there as well and it's very interesting inside that we're actually talking about these topics because I'm writing my book on leadership and conscious leadership, purpose-driven leadership, and of course, being a conscious leader, you know, working with your, uh, being empathetic, uh, being a good listener, right? All these different attributes that we know, uh, or at least we hear that good leadership uh, is all about, um, really stem from that inner work, right? That mindfulness, that meditation, those spiritual practices that we as leaders instill in our day to day. So we are also more present for 
all the people that we under our circles of influence, which is our family, our teams, our clients, all the other people that we get to impact. So it's all like a beautiful interconnection, like how things all connect together um, as human beings. So it's very, very, uh, very cool that we're actually getting to have this conversation here today as well. And uh, Chris, based on your some of your um, I guess um, ups and downs of this entrepreneurial journey, because we all know that this is not a, a straight line <laughs> for many entrepreneurs as we're building our companies. Based on sort of your personal experience, what can you share with someone that you think might help somebody that might be going through the roller coaster rides of growing a company that you have personally seen also from all the people that you've worked with because you have such an amazing experience as you mentioned? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I saw, I, you know, I launched over 17 companies of my own and I'm consulted for, for many, many more and mentored for accelerators and incubators. And uh, so deep, deep in that world, most of my life. And um, the, the very first thing is to really make sure you're an entrepreneur um, and you're just born as one and you just can't stand still. You're always thinking of new ideas and, and launching things. And, um, and you, you'll kind of, if one ends, you'll be exhausted, but you'll find yourself picking it up again soon enough because you just can't can't not um but so that's the first thing is to really make sure that you're a born entrepreneur because you're going to need that passion and that stamina to to kind of see things through and the other thing is to become really clear what kind of entrepreneur you are are you early stage um meaning inception and getting stuff off the ground for for six months or a year and and then you hand it off to, you know to someone else or are you more of a long-term uh entrepreneur and uh or are you looking to exit so just getting really clear on on, on kind of what the the, the ultimate goal is of, of who you are and what makes you tick um and that'll that'll go a long way so you you just don't um that's because how you build the company and how you structure the team and how you lead the effort depends on knowing yourself and then again this is the connection back to knowing yourself and, mm. and uh, the clearer you are on that the the, the clearer your leadership yeah oh powerful stuff and uh so you think that entrepreneurs are born is that is that what you uh think about so is it are we born or are we made or can we learn the skill of entrepreneurship what do you how do you what's your perspective on that <laughs> i've had many conversations and even just from teaching entrepreneurial classes my impression is that we're born and uh there are some skills that of course that we can uh, if we don't have them that we can bring on to the team and in the, in the form of partners or advisors and um but it, it is really a, a thing that you're kind of born with and um one of the things that i assumed early on was that just everyone was like me <laughs> and uh and that was not the case at all so you got to be really um aware of that and and when you pick your partners when you pick your your team um and and who you you know investors and all of that um just be very clear that that it's all about people and uh, that you enhance each other, augment each other, um, and that you, uh, you, you understand each other uh, at a deeper level with a, a common mission. Hmm. 
very interesting insight. Know thyself and then surround yourself with other people that compliment you, right? That's the name of the game, even in this journey as uh, as entrepreneurs and uh, CEOs. Well, Chris, thank you so much for everything you share. I really enjoyed our conversation today. Uh, do you tell me a little bit more around what you offer? Do you offer in uh, in studio uh, meditation classes or what what do you have going on in your world? How do people work with you? Absolutely. I do everything from individual executive coaching to uh, more creative team um, you know, management, uh, one day workshops, both in person or online or uh, tailored to, you know, it could be a six week workshop. It, it really is uh, depending on, on the need and, uh, and, and what the goal is. So um, I'm available for all those things. And, and I have such a vast background. I can I can put together the, the right project for, for anyone. Yeah, absolutely. And you also have the website, which is on the screen, uh, your last name, sirag.com, correct? That's it. Beautiful. And I'm sure you have also resources on there so people can continue this conversation with you and and um, really nurture these relationships because, um, you know, that's really the name of the game as we are building our service-based businesses. It's all in the connection, in the way we get to nurture and help one another. And it definitely helps that you have this inner world nurtured <laughs> through mindfulness and meditation because you're just a better human <laughs> to be around. So uh, thank you so much, Chris, and definitely follow up with Chris uh, based on this conversation today. If any of what he said resonates, definitely a diverse background, someone to have in your circle of influence for sure. I thank you for your time and wisdom that you shared with us. And I will see you next time with another beautiful guest and conversation. You know where to find our show and all our social media channels and major podcast platforms. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. I am offering a free 30-minute discovery strategy business growth call for you in order to help you discover the foundational gaps that you might have between your book publishing, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so that you can make more impact and income in your business this year. Even if you decide not to receive the further support that I could provide for you, you will still walk away with amazing wisdom and value from my 20-year experience in helping entrepreneurs and growing my own successful business in what are some of the gaps that you are experiencing and how to connect those gaps with your ultimate business and life vision. Schedule a call now as my calendar gets booked very fast so that you could take advantage of this 30-minute opportunity to have a personalized chat together.